Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today's episode, I want to talk about my perspective on the gaming market. So I have discussed this in previous videos, and I've discussed this with some of my guests on the show before. Um, but it's my belief that the video game market is actually broken into three different, we'll call them pillars. And this is my opinion. I haven't really like coordinated with anybody on this, but it's just something that I've observed over the course of doing the gamerpreneur and getting to interview people and seeing kind of average people as well as people in esports, as well as streamers. I've learned about developers and I've seen all these different like aspects and the more and more and more that I meet people, the more that I'm learning about the video game space, the more I realize that there's three pillars to it. And the pillars are these three. First, you have your esports. Okay, esports is your teams. You've got developers have a, a wing of their business focused on esports. You know, publishers have that. And then you've got all your service providers around the esports side. Then you got your streamers second. The streamers are obviously the content creators. They're people either on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook or any of the other platforms. And they're focused on being influencers, on being celebrities. And their, their goal is to gain an, or garner an audience large enough to be able to support them. And then you have support services on the side of that. And then you have your third pillar in the gaming market. And in my personal opinion, this is the biggest pillar. This is the one that everybody's trying to figure out how to get into, or at least trying to figure out how to tap. And that is just everybody else who's a gamer. And so you've got esports, you've got streamers, and then you got everybody else who's a gamer. And the amount of people who fall into the everybody else category just absolutely dwarfs the other two like pillars of the gaming world in terms of volume of people. Whether or not there's more money to be made on that, I mean, obviously, you know, if you have a consumer and you can find a, a way to sell that consumer something, you can make money on it. However, esports is a like an industry. It's a fairly well-known industry at this point. It's it's breaking into the uh, common parlance of society. People are learning what esports is and how it works and what it does. And then you've got all the ancillary service providers. You know, we're talking shoutcasters and, and event organizers and trainers and coaches and supplement providers and equipment providers and, and all the stuff that goes around that, right? So there's, a, there's an entire economics, you know, ecosystem around esports. And the same is true with streaming and content creation. You've got your influencers and people playing the video games or streaming. And then you have all the support services like Stream Labs and Stream Elements and, and you know, artists who are providing graphics and overlays. And, and you have uh, sponsors wanting to get in because they see all these people with, you know, 20,000 viewers and they want to make sure their product's being seen in front of it. So you have that ecosystem as well. And then your last pillar is, is just gamers, just everybody else. And... You know, I don't know if anybody's figured out how to tap that one. And, you know, I, I've, I've talked to plenty of people. I've talked to marketers in the gaming space. I've talked to service providers. I've talked to uh, endemic and non-endemic. By the way, I'm not a huge fan of those terms. You may have heard me say that before. Endemic, I, I hear people in the esports space especially say that one all the time. It's endemic to the video game space or it's non-endemic to the video game space. Endemic, like the root comes from like uh, demic, the, 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 the root that, you know, pandemic comes from. 
or an epidemic. It's not actually a good thing. It's um, it's a, a condition that occurs. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with being native to the system, but that's beside the point. My point here is the gaming like landscape. We have streaming, we have esports, and then beyond that, it's kind of like this no man's land of you throw a dart at the dartboard and hope it sticks. Well, I'm here to argue that it, if you actually look at it from a different perspective, that it's it's gamers are no different than anybody else. It just happens to be one like core interest that you can target when you're doing advertising to target those people. Now, understand you can't just like target gamers and you're you're going to start selling whatever it is you have to that large pillar. It's really, it's it's you know kind of what kinds of interests that they have because they are gamers. And generally gamers have fairly similar interests across the board. I'm not saying everybody does, but I, I can say that I've, I've met, you know, true redneck gamers who prefer to go hunting than watching anime. Okay. But I've met a lot of gamers who like anime. I've met a lot of gamers who like nerdy stuff in comic books, but not everybody does. So if you consider this last pillar of just every other gamer out there as not being uniform, but just being a collection of people who have at least one interest that you know you can lay on top of them in order to target them, it may make it easier to target those people. And so um, kind of that's my perspective on it. And I haven't really seen too many people doing too well on advertising into the gaming space. Um, like I said, I've met with many marketers and what they do is you know, if they're not targeting esports, they're not targeting or targeting content creators or streamers, they're just targeting like gamers, AKA nerds, right? That's kind of how they phrase it. They don't target just video games. They'll target comic books or Marvel or DC, or, you know, um, they'll target, um, maybe it, it's, you know, they're sports related, you know, it, not every gamer is just, just a gamer. They like sports too. Maybe they want to target NBA 2k or Madden or FIFA or any of the other types of sports. You, you can figure out who you're, if you figure out who your target market is first, who you believe the person is you're trying to target, it's easy to get people in the gaming space by laying on top that, that gaming, you know, interest, as well as a couple others that might relate to them. So example, if, you're trying to push actual sporting goods and specifically like your soccer gear. Well, if you target and you want to target gamers, you would target gamers and then target FIFA and any of the other soccer games out there. And that'll allow you to target a little bit easier people who are interested in the soccer, but also who are gamers. Okay. And you would throw other interests on there like soccer or the world cup or the Euro cup or, you know, a local soccer team in the States or where else, or, you know, doesn't, doesn't really matter. You just have to figure out what the, the target, their interests are that you're targeting. So if you can consider gamers to be normal people, and I know a lot of us, you know, I, I start every interview with that single question, right? How weird are you? Most people are like, I'm a 12, I'm 11, I'm a, you know, they're, they're really not all that different from anybody else. They just have that additional hobby on top of it. And I think that right there, if, if, we can, if we can tweak our thinking about who gamers are, we're not a collection of uniform nerds who all like the same stuff and all watch anime together and all collect Funko Pop and other stuff, right? Maybe it's just somebody who likes to pull out their phone and 
play Call of Duty Mobile or something. And that's what they do. And they have a whole other life beyond that. But they're still a gamer. They spend hours a day, every day playing on their phone, but they would prefer to not be labeled as a gamer. Start thinking of gamers as something other than that stereotype. And I think it'll make it easier to target everybody. All right, on that note, I'm gonna remind you all, organization is the enemy of sloth. So targeting, um, especially with ads, is is a it's not a one and done type deal. It's something that you have to practice over and over again. It's like um, finding a vein of gold. So you're out there and you're you're trying different interests and you're ticking away with your little pickaxe, trying different interests, trying different interests. At some point, you're actually going to strike a vein. And what you do is you dump money into that vein until that vein runs dry, and then you start checking out other interests again. And unless you have some sort of organization, unless you kind of have some strategy to move forward in order to do your ads targeting, you're just, you're throwing stuff at the wall. And that's a terrible way of advertising in any method whatsoever. So spend some time, do some research. How many people can you find in a, a particular interest or how many people are searching for a particular thing if you're gonna use some sort of search advertising? Figure out what the numbers look like, figure out what the rates are gonna look like, your, your volume of people, your, your you know, market you know, um, location, where are you actually trying to sell into, whether it's just like one country or the whole world or just one region. Figure all that out in advance and then test it. All right. You don't have to go like three months in order to see whether it tests properly or not. You know, with a few thousand dollars, you can figure out whether or not you've got the right targeting, at least for whether you hit that vein or not. If not, like if your, your numbers are too expensive or you're not getting the kind of clientele that you, you think or the, the number of purchases or that you would like, just try different targeting, try different interests, try different ad copy, try different, lots of different stuff. You just try lots of different things until something sticks. And once it sticks, you just ride that right into the money until it starts to dry up. And then you got to repeat the process over and over again. And that requires organization and forethought. All right. That's what I got for you all today. That's my opinion on the state of the gaming industry. It's, it's really, I, in my personal opinion, it's broken into three sections and I have not met one person yet to convince me otherwise. Um, and I, I personally think they all kind of naturally believe it. You know, esports is not content creation necessarily. There's a little bit of overlap. And, you know, the average gamer is not necessarily an esports person, but there might be some overlap. So, I think we can like divide this industry, this video game world into like smaller digestible chunks. I think it'd be easier for everybody to be able to target the audiences that they're looking to sell to. And we all make a little bit more money. All right, everybody. Don't be just a gamer. Be a gamerpreneur. 